Hello and welcome to another episode of the Laura Sanzo podcast with your host, Laura Sanzo. Everyone's perception of the world is different based on their model of the world, and her goal is to celebrate that by building the most inclusive self-development podcast. Laura and her guests share their stories and share invaluable strategies from the world of science, spirituality, business, health, personal relationships, and everything in between. We cover it all. Get inspired, learn to welcome adversity, understand the failures only feedback, and get ready to hear discussion on some of the most important issues facing us today. Enjoy the episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Laura Sanso podcast. In this episode, we are looking at the world through the eyes of Amy Rampel, certified exercise nutritional advisor and aromatherapist, a Reiki and EFT emotional freedom technique practitioner, speaker, author, and business coach. Welcome, Amy. Hi, thanks so much for having me. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited for this conversation. I know we started to talk a little bit about this prior, but you really show women, particularly, how to build businesses using woo. So I want to talk a little bit, I wanted to start with that a little bit in terms of your own business. I know you have multiple business, so your multiple businesses, how things kind of shifted for you when you started to incorporate the energetic practices alongside strategy, if you may. Yes, I always had the strategy. I was very, um, I was raised in an entrepreneurial home, so very much in that world. So I knew what to do. I knew what hard work looked like. You know, I knew a lot of the actionable items. And then it was about, I think, four or five years ago, um, I started with essential oils. That was kind of my intro to the woo-woo side of things or that world. And uh, shortly after, I was introduced to tapping. That was the first thing. And um, it was actually, I was at a networking event and this woman was like, I'd heard about tapping and I was intrigued by it, but I just didn't quite understand it. I couldn't quite grasp it. And she happened to be having a tapping workshop that night. So I was like, oh, why not? You know, let me, I'd love to check it out and whatever. So I went and that month I was really reaching for a specific amount of sales in my business that month could never hit it. And I was halfway there. I had five days left of the month. I did this tapping workshop and I hit my goal three days later. And so that was like the beginning, right? It really opened my eyes to like mindset and like what was going on in there that was a problem or why would I be stopping myself from having this success? And so that kind of started the journey. And ever since then, I'm able to have like a different perspective on what success looks like and how to get there. And so utilizing the tapping, and then I started doing, um, I became a Reiki practitioner just to really, I find the um, combo of Reiki and tapping is very powerful. And it's a really quick way to move through those blocks. And so now what I notice is, is utilizing these things is that I don't let anything stop me. Also, one of the big things for me was confidence and really not caring as much about what people think of me. That's kind of where I'm at now because of that. I love that because a typical person would have just, you know, focused more on selling or focused more on, you know, who they can talk to and more of those masculine practices versus just kind of trust and letting go and really focusing on what they could do from an energetic level. We heard how it impacted your business. As you've been in, in company, more of this feminine energy or energetic energy, have you seen it go into other areas of your life as, as in addition to your business? Oh yeah, absolutely. I am much more open-minded. I am less judgmental. I just, I just have really learned to accept people where they're at. 
And if I'm not okay with that, like if it's something, cause you know, there's obviously like boundaries and that's the other thing is even just like having boundaries now, like there's all these, these things that have occurred and have sort of opened my eyes to the way that my life can be instead of what other people thought it should be. And that's where the blocks were happening. And so being able to clear those has really helped me personally and in business. And that's what I always say to my clients too. I was like, this isn't just going to help you in your business. Like this is going to spill out into your personal life for the better. And that's exactly what happened to me. Definitely. So when a client comes to you and they're, you know, they're very traditional business coaches in their practices on social media, they talk a lot about strategy, right? Launching and programs and all that which is so important as well. So when a client comes to you and that's really what they've been focused on in their business and you start talking to them about, you know, tapping and, and those kind of practices are probably looking at you at, with two heads, right? How do you kind of get them to start initiating these practices? So it's not something that is overwhelming and comfortable and, and really that hybrid of both that and more of those strategies. I would say I attract people who are already intrigued or open-minded to different ways of business. So I haven't really had that experience where someone's like, oh, what are you talking about? No way. It seems to be people who are already sort of in that realm, but who are stuck and aren't sure why. And so my job is to kind of ask the right, is to ask the questions to figure out what is the underlying reason for this block. And to be honest, a lot of it, unfortunately, with women especially, comes down to not feeling like they're enough, not feeling like they're worthy and having that type of money block through um, like imposter syndrome, right? There's a mindset, money mindset called like competency. That's a huge one for women I'm finding. And that that was one of my problems too. I didn't, I literally, and again, it took a a third party, you know, it took a, a business coach I was actually working with who was like, what are you talking about? You have all the tools you have this. And like, it was like, she had to show me how great I actually was and that I had everything I needed to be successful. And we're all guilty of imposter syndrome. I don't care where anybody oh. is in their business. We're all guilty of it. Cause there's always somebody that's doing something bigger. So there's mm-hmm. always somebody to, you know, for you to feed off. So you had brought up money blocks. I want to stay there for a second. I think that's another, in terms of, in addition to worthiness and self-belief, that's another thing that's huge for women. And sometimes it's, I think a lot of the times actually it's even going to their next level. So even somebody that's already like scale six figures, for example, I, f- I find their biggest block come up and it's harder for people to get to seven figures than it is to have gone into the six figures. Mm-hmm. So how do you, how have you worked through that in terms of your own personal business and then pay it forward to your clients? So definitely, I mean, the tapping, I have to say that that's ha- helped me a lot. Like I still do tapping, you know, multiple times a week doing the meditations, affirmations. Actually, I, I always recommend to, to do tapping while doing your affirmations. That's also a really great way to use, to utilize tapping. So that's where Mike, that's how my confidence has built is because I had to believe in myself. And so, so getting through that block and believing in myself is what has been able to move me forward. And so the same thing kind of goes with my clients. So I focus on four money blocks because they just seem to be the most relevant um, or that, you know, most consistent is scarcity, meaning like there's never enough when it goes out. There's not like, they don't think that there's any coming back in essentially environment. So like who's surrounding, who are you surrounding yourself with? Who's lifting you up or who's like always questioning what you're doing with your time or your money. 
And then there's the competency, which I just talked about. So that's really like imposter syndrome, essentially. I'm not good enough. I need more education. And and then I can. Or when I do this, then I can. And then morality. Morality, you know, that's a lot of sometimes it has to do a lot with how we're raised. So like, don't be greedy. You know, money's evil. Like kind of like it can really stem into some of like a very strict religious upbringings, for example, that's a lot, a lot of times that's where that comes from. And so we focus. So once I can kind of figure out one of those, which it always is, <laughs> that's how I can start asking the, the right questions to dig deeper, to see exactly where that came from, to then start clearing those. What I love about tapping too, is it's something that people could do with their kids as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very true. Very for kids. So yeah. you're an author, which is amazing. So I want to know a little bit more about the books. I love the title. So I'm 30 now. What? And I love this because I loved my 30s. I don't know. I, Me too. <laughs> is a powerful decade for women. And yeah. so if you could tell us a little bit about those and where people could find them. Yeah, sure. So I'm 30 now. What? I wrote that now. Gosh, I think it's been like five years ago now. I was, I was 36. And so now I'm, I'm, I'm 41. So, but it's actually very relevant still because it really is, it's a co-authored book. So there's a few different stories in there. And what I loved about it was the diversity of women today and showing us that we don't have to be one way. You can be a mom or you can choose not to have kids and do something else. Like it's just so it's really one end of the spectrum to the other. And my story in there is really about how I was actually living in a lot of physical pain for a while. I have a genetic disorder called collagenopathy 2A1 and it affects my joints and cartilage and how I dealt with it and then coming out of that pain, which was when I had double hip replacement surgery, but then like what that did to my mind and as a mom. So that's more related, I guess, to moms and well, my chapter anyways, but there's, again, it's like so varied. So I actually always recommend this to women who are going into their thirties. I find that this is a really good book for that age group too. And then on her plate is more of what I am about now. I would say it's, it, my, my chapter is called getting your menstrual cycle on point. And so this was a, this was a way that I personally, so it's my story on how I did that, but then also utilizing um, my expertise in essential oils and nutrition and really helping that. And so this book is, it's actually really beautiful too. It's almost like a magazine. There's it's colored, beautiful recipes and um, different chapters on like exercise, nutrition, oils, obviously, like all of those things. So yeah, so um, you can find it at so actually, on my link in my Instagram bio, you will see that there is a tab there for my books. And actually, if you use Amy 20, Amy 20, you get 20% discount on any of the books on the site. So my publisher is called Golden Brick Road, Golden Brick Road House Publishing. You brought up aromatherapy a couple of times. So if we could just talk about essential oils quickly, because I find that people, you know, want to use them. They just don't know how to use them. Just very quickly, a couple of like best practices for anybody that wants to start incorporating, bringing that energetics into their business. Yeah, absolutely. So the purer the essential oil, the higher vibration it's going to be. So I would say that is a really good piece of advice is making sure the company that you are using is very transparent with their testing. You have access to their testing and you understand how the crops are grown. But once you find the right company for you, I would say probably I have two favorite oils for energetic work. I would say frankincense and rose essential oil. Those are both oils that help you in actually very different ways because they can be used for like a crown chakra. So like 
a very, uh, they're both very divine oils, but they're also a heart chakra. For example, rose would be for your heart chakra. So when you want to feel more open to receiving a uh, rose oil is very good for that too. And then frankincense is also really good for your root chakra. So when you want to feel really connected to community, that's, then that would be enough. So those would be my top two, I would say that I would, I would highly recommend. They are the more expensive oils, but they're so good. <laughs> Do you usually just diffuse them around you or like apply them onto certain? Yeah. So the rose oil I have in like a touch roller. So it's pre-diluted. So it's very good topically. And I actually do like a little crisscross on my heart for rose oil. Yeah. And then frankincense, sometimes I'll put it on my crown chakra here or uh, diffusing it. Yeah. I know. I have to tell you, I use them all the time, but when I started to just feel a lot of like panic and like Mm. like, response in the beginning of COVID, like essential oils Mm. were like my go-to just even on my wrist, like used to make such a huge difference. Yeah. Even just like putting a drop on your hand, if you rub it in a little cup, your hand over your mouth and nose and take like three really nice deep breaths that can be really helpful. Frankincense would be good for that. And then of course, lavender, lavender is nice and calming as well. Yeah. And because I have a son with yeah. autism and even f- Oh, well, we've been in the community for a long time because he's 10 now. But from when I first got into the autism community, when he was young and flagged, I always it always kept coming up, like even just playing a little bit of like typically a lot of them have issues sleeping. My son doesn't. Mm-hmm. But it was always like just spritz a little bit of lavender on the pillow and this will help them sleep. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's nice to hear that they talk about those kinds of uh, solutions, too. Definitely. So we talked a lot about about like the strategy and the the energy and the business. So typically we say that that's masculine and feminine energy. How has that balance really helped with the flow of your business and being able to balance life into your business? Yeah, I was very much on the masculine energy for a long time because that's just all I knew. And I noticed when I introduced the feminine energy, that was huge for having more faith and surrendering more to the divine in timing. And like, I'm not a patient person. So this was huge. Like even my, my word of the year is faith because I just had to take that, have more faith that things were going to work out that like, even right now I'm going through a bit of a transitional phase, but like, I'm like, okay, what it's okay. I'm just like going to give it up whatever happens, happens. Like I know that it's going to happen for the best and how it's supposed to work out. So I feel like that's been the biggest lesson is surrendering and letting go. I love that. I I think that's a good word for women in their forties to faith. Cause I feel like in your forties, like there's so much transition happening with your body and just like Mm -hmm. just in every way. So I think faith is, is a powerful word. Yeah, it is. Someone's going to listen to this. They may be, you know, working, the current like nine to five job or whatever that looks like. And they've been thinking about starting a business, but they're like, Oh, I don't know. I have the time. I don't know. You know, I have what it takes and, and whatever they're telling themselves in terms of their programming, what would be even just one piece of advice for any, you know, regardless of their millennial or Mm. their thirties or close to our age or any age, what would Mm -hmm. be that little piece of advice for just to get started? I would say don't get hung up on being perfect because it's never going to happen. That's one of the things that I think we have a hard time doing because then we just don't get started. So it's kind of two things, right? So it's 
you're not going to be perfect. So just get started. Because what happens is we have these things that will hold us back. Again, this could be the comp is a lot to do with competency. You're never going to be perfect. So the other thing is, is like with that, also to remember that you're not going to be for everybody. And that's okay. Like I know I'm not for everybody, but there's still going to be, there's a lot of people out there. And with, with access to social media, like being online, you, you have access to way more people now who do want to work with you, who do want to buy your products than ever before. So yeah, I think that would be my main piece of advice. I think that's so important because especially, you know, when we're in niches that, you know, to the naked eye seem to be saturated when there's like billions of people in the world. So there's nothing really that's saturated, but it's so easy to get lost in that mindset. And I think it's important for people to take a step back and realize like, you don't need to help the whole world to be successful. Exactly. Yeah. There really is enough for everyone. Yeah. Is there anything that you're being called to share instinctively as we come to a close, anything that we may not touched upon that you're like, they need to hear this, especially I was going to say on a Friday, but they may not be listening to this on a Friday, but (laughs) (laughs) getting close Um, to the end of the year. What about that? Yeah, I would say, yeah, I would say as an entrepreneur, we could do this 24 hours a day, seven days a week don't do that. I think my, I think that's a big lesson I've learned this past year, year and a half is being able to rest and and how much more effective I am as a mom, as a friend, as a wife, as a business owner, when I have rest, because my husband and I actually went away for a few days in Halifax and Mm -hmm. I came back. I literally felt like a different person and you don't have to go to Halifax. You can go away for one night. I mean, 24 hours away from everyday life or in whatever way you need to reset, but it really makes a difference because I came home with so much clarity. I literally felt like the cobwebs had gone. (laughs) That's what it felt like in my brain. So yeah, definitely. And I also always say like, usually Sundays, I do not work. I make sure I have at least one full day where I don't work. It's very rare that I do. Sometimes I take two. I wasn't on social media at all. I just wasn't home and you know, I just didn't have access to Wi-Fi, and I, I was like, you know what? I don't even need to turn my dad on. Like, well, I think that's important. I, I love what you said because I think it's such an important message. Because I feel sometimes with entrepreneurs, they feel they always need to be in their business. They always yeah. need to be on social media. They always need to be messed. And it's important. It's such a, a an amazing lesson that you shared that you can step out of your business and it's still going to run or it's still going to grow. And that's where the faith and surrendering comes in, and that's where. Again, this is where the last year and a half has been me trying to really learn how to surrender and have faith. And it's so interesting because I cannot believe the abundance that has come in this month alone. Like I can't believe it. And it's, and I'm not working my business, you know, 24 seven, like I was before where I was very much like work, 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 do, 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 do more, do more. I'm having way more success just in this month alone <laughs> than I have for, you know, like it's crazy it yesterday. Cause I remember seeing the post on social media from women saying that, Oh, they went to take a bath and they came out and they, this many like multiple sales while they were like mm. in the bath. And I used to be like, how is that even possible? Like, it's just so like, I'm exactly like you. So I was so focused on the masculine and always being, yeah. like, that was like, how is like, I, I couldn't even comprehend what they were saying. Until yeah. and, and I was like, that's, that's exactly what you were saying in terms of the release and the surrender and the faith. So powerful. Absolutely. Yeah, it really is. So what can we expect from you for the last couple months of the 2021 year? So one of my amazing opportunities happened last night and I'm actually going to be basically like, I guess, a, 
a coach for a program that is coming out in November. And it's like a seven day, it's actually a free retreat that I'm going to be a part of and to help mentor and nurture women who want to create their own programs. So it's uh, the company's called Women of Impact. I've actually was a client. So I've done one of their courses, I've done their free retreat. And now I get to work with them. And I'm so excited to be a part of this. So I, I don't I don't even have any information up yet. But if anyone is interested, you know, feel free to message me. I am on Instagram a lot at rempel.amy is my handle. And so I will eventually, hopefully in the next, probably early next week. So beginning first week of November, I will have um, a link up so people can can get in there and they can join and it's free. And honestly, like you would not believe the value they offer in this free retreat. It's unreal. It's unreal. It sounds like an amazing thing to do, especially at at the time that we are in terms of the first quarter, the end of the year. So yeah, yeah. Especially if you're looking to maybe launch something in the new year, this is like perfect timing. So you had mentioned people could find you on Instagram. Is there anywhere else that people could find you? That's the main place where I hang out. Okay. I have started TikTok. <laughs> so, same, same handle. I use the same handle on TikTok as I do on Instagram. And then amyremple.com is my website, which I always am constantly updating that. So that's a great place. Just if you want to learn more about me or connect with me on there, I do offer free like 30 minute strategy sessions, whether it's strategy, meaning like tapping a Reiki session or literally actionable strategy items. Amazing. Thank you so much, Amy. This was such an important conversation to have. I think it's going to be welcomed. Like I said, especially at this time of the year where holidays are coming up and people want to know, you know, how to balance enjoying the season and still growing and building momentum for the new year. So thank you so much. Yes. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. This was, this was great. Really enjoyed it too. We hope you've enjoyed that episode of the Laura Sanso podcast. Thank you to our guests. To stay connected to host Laura Sanso, follow her at I am Laura Sanso or at the Laura Sanso podcast on Instagram. To learn more about Laura, go to www.laurasanso.com.